we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. A new world order. Child sex trafficking. The deep state is trying to destroy Donald Trump's presidency. Loose the battle plans of heaven. It's all about control. Broadcasting live to the world now. It's the Weekend Vigilante, Sheila Zielinski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Friday's show. It is June 9th, 2017. I want to jump right into things because there's so much to break down on all this Senate Judicial Committee, the Jimmy the Hat Comey. This guy is a lying sack of, well, it's a family show. What a buffoon, as I nicknamed him, Comey Toast. And then right away became Comey Toast. You're fired, Comey. And you should have been a long time ago. And I'm going to break all this down for the folks today. I read his testimony, his written testimony. There's no smoking gun. And I read every page, guys. Despite Politico and Clown News and the other talking, phony, bobble-headed minions, there's no smoking gun here, folks. Doesn't matter if the liberal lemmings are trying to turn phrases into things. There's no obstruction of justice. There's no obstruction. The Senate Intelligence Committee, where there is no intelligence. Trump didn't pressure Comey to drop anything or stop anything. He didn't pressure Comey to crush this Russian, as they call it, collusion. He was hoping that Mike Flynn would get a break. Oh, big deal. Ooh, that's a national crime. I guess hoping is a crime now. But the liberal lemmings are going bonkers. Did you see this mindless idiot Mark Werner? Mark Warner, what a jackass that he is. Boy, Virginia ought to be totally ashamed. Diane Not-So-Feinstein. Oh, like that wasn't a trumped-up narrative. How did this woman ever get voted by the people? The senator of California? Oh, well, California, that doesn't surprise us, does it? So the propaganda narrative that's been pushed has been false since day one. I've said that on record. Comey is the left savior now. And there was investigation after investigation against this bumbling buffoon. Donald Trump should be impeached. Donald Trump's conduct was worse than Watergate. Oh, really? He was under investigation. No, he wasn't. Despite their falling star, now rising star witness, James Comey, under oath, by the way, said that he was the leaker. He was the leaker. Who is your friend? Oh, the professor. Professor Plum in the library with the candlestick. No, it was your Columbia Law School professor. We know who it was. It was Daniel Richmond. Oh, guess what? Daniel Richmond, if you're listening, Mr. Columbia Law School, if you're listening, you're now an important witness. Oh, but it turns out someone was trying to interfere with the election. And I call her Loretta Lynch Mob. Remember, she met on the tarmac with her buddy old pal, slick Willie Clinton, friend with Jeffrey Epstein, by the way, Lolita Island Express Willie, I call him. Remember Lynchpin said it was a, it was a matter. It wasn't an investigation. Oh, well, we better get that right. It was a matter. Oh, now let's play semantics again, because Trump was never under investigation, but nobody's talking about that in the mainstream clown news. These, the MSM is not talking about that, though, are they? Lynchpin needs to be subpoenaed. That's what needs to happen. And she needs to testify under oath. Well, it turns out that Jimmy the Hack, he wrote a lot of memos and notes to himself after meetings with Trump. But here's the big question. If you don't want to meet alone with someone, you think it's improper, why'd you do it? We've got a 30-year absolute crack investigator. 
He's six foot eight. He's a big, tall man. He's as arrogant as anyone I've ever seen in my life. And he's not going to tell somebody, I don't think this is proper. Oh, I don't didn't want to. I felt pressure. I didn't want to meet with him. I didn't want to meet with Trump alone. Oh, spare me. These crack squad of savvy, motivated personnel that the FBI hires. Come on, Comey. You didn't just fall off a turnip truck, you idiot. Oh, but he commiserated with his staff. So did you tell anybody outside your staff, though? That's the question. Suddenly he feels pressured. Remember? He's one of the most advanced, highly skilled lawyers that have... You don't get to be the head of the FBI without being a highly skilled and very proficient expert. Give us a break, you hack. This guy isn't just some Johnny-come-lately who fell off a turnip truck. Oh, I felt uncomfortable. No, you didn't. Not according to your own statement, providing a false statement. Hmm, that got Martha Stewart locked up. Don't forget, folks, Martha Stewart didn't go to jail because of insider trading. She went to jail because of providing FBI with a false statement. Comey is telling the world a false statement. Let's take a listen. So if the attorney general or senior officials at the Department of Justice opposes a specific investigation, can they halt that FBI investigation? In theory, yes. Has it happened? Not in my experience. Because it would be a big deal to tell the FBI to stop doing something that, without an appropriate purpose. I mean, we're oftentimes, they give us opinions that we don't see a case there, and so you ought to stop investing resources in it. But I'm talking about a situation where we were told to stop something for a political reason. That would be a very big deal. It's not happened in my experience. I'm sorry, what was that? It would be a, how did you say it? It would be a what? Because it would be a big deal. So has anything ever happened to you where you were uncomfortable? You've opposed something, perhaps? Not in my experience. Trump clearly was vindicated. He was never asked to stand down in the Russia investigation. Trump was hoping that Mike Flynn would get a break. He's a good guy. Big deal. Like I said, hoping's not a crime. What a waste of people's time this is. What an absolute mockery of everything American this was. The scripted narrative from all these idiots. And again, Mark Werner, boy of Virginia, I bet you're proud of him, aren't you? What a jackass. Let me make a memo to myself. Oh, better write that down. Trump said, I hope. Here, let me find my notebook. And in fact, it was so concerning that what did Comey do? He followed up with doing nothing. He was so uncomfortable that he did what? Nothing. He was feeling so pressured that he what? Did nothing. If you don't want to have a phone conversation, don't have one. If it was a big deal, why did he do nothing? It was actually kind of hilarious to watch these lemmings heap praise on Jimmy the Hack, wasn't it? A guy who none of them could stand in previous years. It's pretty ironic when even Harry Reid, the demon that he is, it's pretty bad when Harry the Hack Reid, Mr. Treasonous Reid, hates your guts. If there was ever an unscrupulous charlatan, it's Harry Reid. They just trashed him five weeks earlier. Ooh, it's pretty bad when Hillary Clinton is trashing you. Then you know you've really been thrust into the throngs of hell. Nasty Pelosi trashed him. Chuck the Schmuck Schumer. These guys all trashed him just five, six, seven weeks ago. And after, during the debates, they were trashing this guy. Oh, my God, how could he pull the file open on her? This is America's new absolute three-ring circus, the Senate clown show, the worldwide witch hunt. It's a waste of time and money, and it's an absolute abomination and atrocity to all things America. Nothing to show. Let's twist and make our own Bravo Sierra. 
I mean, come on, people. We should be descending on our leaders like a swarm of mad locusts over this. We should be phoning every senator, every congressman, and saying this was an abomination. Comey told Trump three different times he was not under a criminal investigation. And even though every other senator knew that Trump was not under investigation, am I missing something? Why would Comey leak something if there was no investigation? Think about this from a common sense perspective. Oh, I had a gut feeling you wouldn't tell the truth. No, you had a gut feeling that Hillary would kill you. That was your gut feeling. Now he's St. Comey, the guy that was there were just trashing. It's Comey's homies in the three rings circus. Ridiculous. What a joke. But let's go back to the memos, shall we? These memos that he's so good at writing to himself. Oh, and he didn't feel the need to ever write a memo about Obama or George W. or Loretta Lynch mob. No, I had a suspicion that Trump would lie to me, though. I better get out my notepad. Now, these, this is what the part that no one's talking about that I find really disturbing. Think about this. So Comey is the head of the FBI. He writes memos, as a good lawyer does, often. But they're government property. Oh, but Comey's taken his memos home. Boy, something stinks in Denmark with that. I think I'll take my memos home. You know, it's okay for Hillary to take her emails home, so I guess what difference does it make at this point? He turned his memos over to the special counsel, but let's not forget something else that he did. He also turned one over to a friend. It was Professor Plum in the library with a memo. Yeah, his Columbia Law School pal, Daniel Richman, is who he gave the, the memo to. That's top secret classified government information, and you're just handing it over to a citizen? This guy should be hanging from a rope in town square. It's called treason, folks. So he directed to leak the contents of the memo to the New York Slimes. Think about this for a sec, folks. So as a private citizen, he took it upon himself to leak the contents of a highly classified memo to a surrogate. That's not just a cowardly act. That, my friends, is obstructing justice. It is illegal at every level. Trump simply says to Comey, you know, why don't you tell the American people that I'm innocent? Big deal. If I wasn't under investigation and they told me, hey, you're not under investigation. Do you want to make that known that I'm not under investigation? He told it to Congress. Why not tell it to the American people? But you know what? I got to hand it to the Republicans. Marco Rubio. Boom. Mic drop, my friend. Stepped up to the plate. Rubio just laid the smack down. Awesome job. I was impressed. As far as I was concerned, it was over after that. I thought, why are they continuing on here? Because the Democrats don't care to get to the truth. They care to get to Trump's throat. It was absolutely painful to listen to these bumbling idiots, these buffoons in this so-called intelligence committee where there wasn't too much intelligence present, let me tell you that. Trying to put words in Comey's mouth, trying to lead him as a witness. It was hard to stomach. Who can take any more of these idiots? They're not interested in getting any factual information. Man, they can spin stuff, can't they? The spin doctor meisters. They just want to project their insane politics. These people are sociopaths, people. Liberalism is a mental illness. One of my big takeaways was Loretta Lynch actually tried to affect the outcome of the election. And number two, Comey's a leaker by his own self-admission. Under oath, I might add. And here's my take on that. Comey said he provided a copy of this memo, which is in fact government property, I might add, to a private citizen, Professor Plum in the Columbia Library with the candlestick memo, for the purpose of leaking its contents to the media, 
Now, Comey says he turned over all these memos to special counsel. And here's where I'm going with this. Let's not forget that Comey, before being FBI director, was deputy attorney general. He was a high-powered U.S. attorney as well. Come on. James Comey knows better than this, folks. This isn't his first rodeo, let me tell you that much. Private citizens are not free to take government property and leak them. Again, these are highly classified government documents, especially during the course of a criminal investigation. There's so many things wrong here, I don't even know where to start. So Comey's provision of his notes to a third party, let me be clear on this, and parts of it to the media, that's obstruction. That is obstruction of justice right there. Boom. The media loves to talk about obstruction of justice, so talk about that media. Wait, wait a minute, it's crickets chirping on that. But it gets worse. And Catherine Herridge on Fox News actually agreed with something I said yesterday on a show. Let's have a listen to what she said, because I thought she nailed it. Let's listen. remember a time ever where a former FBI director has deliberately leaked the contents of a government document so it would get to a reporter in the hopes that it would prompt a special counsel investigation. And one of the problems, I'll say, for James Comey right now is that in his last public testimony here on Capitol Hill before the Senate Judiciary Committee, right out of the gate in that hearing, he took a series of questions from the Republican chairman, Chuck Grassley. And Chuck Grassley asked him whether he had ever been an anonymous source for reporters about the Hillary Clinton email investigation or the Russia case. And James Comey testified no. Then he asked him whether he had ever authorized someone else to be an anonymous source on his staff on the Clinton email case and the Russia case, and James Comey said no. So at the very least, what you can draw here from that testimony is that once he left the office of FBI director, he was not necessarily a person of principle. So that, based on my reporting here over the last couple of months specifically on that issue, this sets up at the very least a conflict or the need for a further explanation how he sort of uh, squared these elements here, Bill. So she raises a really good point. Was Comey's testimony false? Because to me, it appears to be false. This is how diabolical Jimmy the Hack Comey is. And the guy's a liar. And the best actor for a drama. And the envelope, please. Come on, if this is not a rogue, out-of-control FBI director, I don't know what is, folks. I should say ex-director. And let's go back to Loretta Lynch mob. She tried to affect the election outcome. And where's the charges for colluding with Bill Clinton? That's a violation of so many laws, it's not even funny. And this is the attorney general? She said, oh, it's a matter, not an investigation on Hillary Clinton. Oh, it's a matter. It's not an investigation. Well, we need to get that clear. It's just a matter. She directed Comey not to use the word investigation. There's something that stinks in Denmark here, folks. Oh, and by the way, Comey followed her orders. Gee, wasn't uncomfortable in taking memos then, was he? No. This whole thing is a joke. This guy should have been fired a long time ago from his own incompetence, his own arrogance. In fact, you know what? I'll take that a step further. The guy should have never been appointed. Trump was never under investigation. Comey said that with his own mouth. So Comey did not get fired for investigating the president. Let's be clear. The Democrats themselves were squawking on and on for months that Comey should go, let's not forget. Remember Bernie the socialist Sanders? Oh, he should resign. You guys remember all that. Oh, and Hillary's words herself. Oh, he cost me the election. Unbelievable. Chuck the Schmuck, nasty. Harry the Demon Reed. On and on, the list is infinite. 
Well, let's take a listen to the drama queen himself, shall we? Those hard decisions that had to be made, that didn't make any sense to me. And although the law required no reason at all to fire an FBI director, the administration then chose to defame me and, more importantly, the FBI. No, they, they didn't defame you, Jimmy. They told the truth about you. You were a lousy FBI director despite your arrogance. You violated the rules of the justice system over and over. You were incompetent. You're a liar. And you should be in jail. So there's my analysis on that. He didn't mention anything about Loretta Lynch pushing him around, did he? Didn't have a memo on that. Oh, let me take a note about that. I'm not allowed to call it an investigation. I have to call it a matter. Let me make a memo about that. You should have acted like a man, grabbed some testicular fortitude, and resigned on the spot. In fact, let's go back to Trump. You didn't want to take his calls. You weren't comfortable. You felt pressured. If you felt uncomfortable taking his calls, why'd you take him? No, instead, you're a cowardly weasel who takes notes on people. You were just trying to save your skinny, scrawny chicken neck. You had no morality and no scruples while you were at the helm of the FBI. But all of a sudden, as a private citizen, you found your backbone. You found your morality. Oh, what a beacon of hope. You give a bunch of Bravo Sierra for your own testimony. And even then you you exposed yourself. You sullied your own name, you idiot. You're such a genius. You're such a great lawyer who takes excellent memos. How many times did he say that yesterday? I don't know. I can't recall. I'm not sure. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Suddenly I just remembered something. No, you admitted to the American people that you're a leaker. You can't be trusted. He was asked yesterday, do you think that if it wasn't for this, you would still be the FBI director? He said, yes. Why would you want to be? You're so uncomfortable with Donald Trump. And it questions me to ask whether or not he's leaked a heck of a lot more, quite frankly. No, maybe you didn't want to lose your job because maybe you were outmaneuvered. You're the ones that was taking notes. If the person in the circumstances caused you grave concern, then you should have refused. Why were you alone with him if you didn't want to be alone? It's common sense. You're a full-grown adult. You think it's improper? Why'd you do it then? I read the seven page of written testimony. And it's not like you can take that back, folks. We, the people, have been deceived by these liars, these left-lemming lunatics. And as Catherine Herridge points out that I just played that clip for you, first you say you're not a source and then you tell another committee you leaked? Get it right here. Oh, I was stunned. I didn't know what to do. So I wrote notes to myself. I mean, I can hardly say this with a straight face. Oh, but I spoke to my staff. Oh, did you tell anybody outside of your staff? Somebody that could maybe do something? Oh, you didn't. Let's take a listen to this clown. I'm Captain Courageous. I don't know whether even if I had the presence of mind, I would have said to the president, sir, that's wrong. I don't know whether I would have. Okay. But in the moment, it, it, didn't, it didn't come to my mind. What came to my mind is be careful what you say. And so I said, I agree Flynn is a good guy. So on the cloud, we keep talking about this cloud. You perceive the cloud to be the Russian investigation in general. Yes, sir. But the specific ask was that you would tell the American people what you had already told him, what you had already told the leaders of Congress, both Democrats and Republicans, that he was not personally under investigation. Yes, sir. That's in fact, how he was I'm... asking you to do what you have done here today. Correct. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and again, at that setting, did you say to the president that it would be inappropriate for you to do so and then talk to the White House counsel or anybody so hopefully they would talk to him and tell him that he couldn't do this? First time I said, I'll see what we can do. Second time I explained how it should work, that the White House counsel should contact the Deputy Attorney General. 
You told him the president that. said, okay, then I think that's what I'll do. And, and just to be clear, for you to make a public statement that he was not under investigation would not have been illegal, but you felt it made no sense because it could potentially create a duty to correct if circumstances changed. Yes, sir. We wrestled with it before my testimony where I confirmed. Wait a minute. You wrestled with what? The man's not under investigation. You wrestled with what? What do you mean a duty to correct? Oh, I went through that with Hillary. So what? Donald Trump wasn't under investigation. She was. Let me repeat that. Hillary was under criminal investigation. Donald Trump is not and was not. And he said that on record. So what did we learn from all this? I guess the bottom line is this. We learned some things from yesterday. So this is Sheila's top 10 things that we've learned out of this whole thing. Number one, Trump was never under investigation. Number two, Trump did not obstruct justice. Number three, Trump didn't collude with Russia. Number four, Russia did not alter the election outcome. Number five, Comey leaked his own memo. Number six, Loretta Lynch mob pressured Comey to cover for Hillary Clinton. There's obstruction. Number seven, there was ample evidence to put Hillary in jail, but Jimmy the Hack chose not to pursue it. Number eight, clown news and other fake news outlets have been lying and making things up this entire time. Ooh, big surprise, fake news, lying. Number nine, the Democratic Party no longer has the ability to scream Russia every time Trump tries to do something. And number 10, drum roll please, the Russia story is dead. And any Democrats who continue to push it, as far as I'm concerned, should be in jail along with the other media operatives. And who should be right in jail alongside him is Comey, Clinton, and Loretta Lynch mob. Those three clowns should be in jail as well. Why are these three clowns not in jail is what I'd like to know. I think it's time to light up some phones, folks, and inundate the senators. I think it's time to voice opinions. The time for being silent is over, folks. And you know what's even more disgusting in all of this? These weasels in the Senate, they just sat there. Comey continued to read from the Russian meddling script, and every single sitting member of the committee, they sat there while President Trump was being slandered. His, his integrity was being questioned without one challenge by the Senate panel. Boy, folks, we need to be praying for our nation, and specifically for Donald Trump. I mean, even before we won the election in a stunning defeat of the Obama-Clinton cartel, the deep state, a.k.a. the shadow government cabal, they'd already put their diabolical scheme in place to not just criminalize this president, but delegitimize him, too. And every other day, they want to impeach him. It's a never-ending rapid-fire battle on all fronts. It's an all-out assault on everything America. And it's continuing today, all sorts of media clowns. It's absolutely nauseating. When you see the government officials lying and scheming and their machinations to destroy the character of the President of the United States and his team, then you need to know that this attack is on you folks. And this show continues to be a light in the darkness, a voice in the wilderness, one that is being highly censored, by the way, because the liberal media operatives, they have unlimited funding and pummel our culture with a steady diet of fake news, immorality and poison. You don't even want to know what I'm going to be covering next week. It's shocking what's going on. And you know what? For 10 years, I have boldly and fearlessly talked about things when no one else is talking about it. I've confronted and exposed this ubiquitous corruption by the New World Order minions. And there's a mainstream media war on us independent media folks, particularly Christian conservative media. Again, the constant censorship on YouTube, Facebook, 
and their mass demonetization campaign. I need help, folks, to continue producing quality broadcast. I'm going to video soon, and that's a very expensive undertaking. It's other software. It's a whole bunch of new things. Let me continue to be your voice in the wilderness as I continue in the fight against the rampant evil and corruption amidst a sea of politically correct acquiescence. Don't forget, I've got a Patreon and a GoFundMe account, I've got a PayPal account, and I'm asking for you to commit to donate an amount per month. In the link today, I've provided all that information, so do check that out, folks. Because you know what? Whether they are monetizing my so-called controversial or sensitive subject matters, well, guess what? Even though they're saying I'm not eligible for monetization, well, I don't depend on YouTube. I depend on God. That's correct. But guess what? God usually provides through his people. So I want to encourage you to stand with me as I declare the righteousness of God and I look forward to the future. It's challenging times, but it's exciting times for this ministry. And I believe the Lord is opening doors and expanding my territory. But you know what, folks? It costs money to be on the air. The app alone, people really wanted an app. I sent out a survey last year and the year before, and that's one of the things people wanted. That alone is tremendously costly. The upkeep of it every month is over $500 just for that. It's really expensive to do this. And I rely on you to supply, support, and enforce the vision that I have waging war on the new world order. So please stand with me by financially supporting this ministry. Every amount will help. I thank you for your continued support, and I look forward to bringing you even better content and different formats in the future. All the ways to donate... If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see it in the description, the podcast. There's even an icon in the app you can support. So I look forward to your continued support, and I promise you even better content to come. All that information is over there at WeekendVigilante.com. And while you're over there, make sure today that you subscribe to my free e-newsletter. We just had to upgrade our mail poet We were over the limit, and so I was not able to get a newsletter out for the last two months. Remember when we moved the website, we were having all those problems. Well, now it's fixed, and the Mail Poet officially, as of today, is working. We just had to upgrade. Because my subscriber list had exceeded what you can send out, I had to upgrade to a premium account just to send out a newsletter. So now we've got all that fixed, and there will be a newsletter coming out first thing next week. So make sure that you are subscribed to my free e-newsletter. I'm really going to be on top of that, sending bulletins and alerts. And of course, another project that's been on my heart is to try to connect people with like-minded Christians in your area. We're still working on trying to figure that out. This has been an ongoing project that has not come into fruition yet, and I'm really still trying to figure out the best format for that. Getting my web team to design that, it is a massive amount of hours and dollars, a massive undertaking to put together a map just so people can click on their areas. That is a whole big project unto itself that I really would like to see happen very soon, God willing. Because I know a lot of you have left your churches. Trust me, I get your emails. I know a lot of you are just done with the mainstream church, and I get it, and I want to connect folks. And that is why I'm really looking forward to True Legends, the conference this fall in September in Branson, because it's going to be a great way to meet people, hopefully, from your areas. 
And speaking of True Legends of Conference, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube before the 18th of June so you can get your name in the True Legends of the Grand Prize Giveaway Draw. That's going to be awesome. Again, the draw date is June 30th. That is an all-expense-paid trip plus conference ticket to the event at the Branson Theater. It's going to be fantastic. And if you're already a subscriber, you're already automatically entered into the draw. That's a really exciting draw. I'm even excited about that. I cannot wait. Well, next week, I have a fantastic lineup. Very powerful shows. Danny Morano, Augusto Prez, Dr. Michael Lake, Mike Hoggard. Just a fantastic lineup. And then on Friday, I have a new guest. That's really going to be exciting. She did an amazing presentation that I saw, and I thought, wow, would this ever bless my listeners? That is Caroline Minkowski. Really, really powerful that I've never heard anybody teach on before. Really good stuff. I hope you have a very blessed weekend. We'll see you next week. Good night, and God bless you.